0: Welcome to Accented the Podcast, where the audience gets to hear a real conversation from real people who use real English. It might sound ordinary, but the stories the guest shares are extraordinary. Each episode features an interview with someone who has a distinct English accent, which will help with your English comprehension in the real world. On today's episode, you will hear from Lillian, who is a podcast host living in Nairobi, Kenya. Thanks for joining me for episode 23 of Accented. Today, I will be chatting with Lillian, who is the podcast host for the program Life & Purpose. She lives in Nairobi, Kenya. And in Kenya, the official languages are English and Swahili. The population of Kenya is around 50 million people. It's interesting because... We seem to think of English-speaking countries as England and the United States of America, yet there are so many countries out there that have English as their official language. And that's why it's important that we hear from lots of people from all over the world to hear their accents because when you move to other countries or you go and visit other countries and you're exposed to these accents, it can be difficult to understand. And that's the main reason I have the podcast accented is so that you're exposed to so many different accents. I'm going to jump into some vocabulary used during the interview. Lillian has a podcast called Life and Purpose, and her podcast is all about self-discovery, When somebody says the word self-discovery, it's learning about yourself and your characteristics. So what is it that you really know about yourself? It's really understanding how you react, what you think, and how you are with people. The podcast Life and Purpose helps you discover new things about yourself. Lillian used the word reborn and when you hear reborn applied to any context, it basically means that you're a baby again. So you've been reborn and your mind is a blank. So I guess it's saying that babies are born not really knowing anything. To be reborn is to basically start again with new ideas new points of view. It's to change how you were before and you have different thoughts to what you had. The term true purpose was said during the interview and I think most people want to know what their true purpose is on this planet. And when we say true purpose, it's trying to find out what we should be doing in life. You'll hear the word unlearning in the interview. Now, to unlearn something means that we've been trained in a way to learn. So we've been, we've been to school for 12 years. We've learned a certain way to behave in the classroom and ways that we learn things. But we can also learn things from our parents. Um, it's not only in the classroom. So to unlearn means to stop those behaviours. So if we need to unlearn, it's then training ourselves to do something another way. So we're changing our behaviours and we're unlearning how we did things. It's often in English that you'll hear the term like-minded. So when you hear that, Like minded people are people who think like yourself. So obviously, your friends are like minded because you generally wouldn't be friends with people who don't think like you. Of course, I'm sure there are exceptions that you have some friends where you may clash or you may have opposite viewpoints, Um, but you might be like minded on certain topics. I like how Lillian says, progress, not perfection. And that's really interesting because as a teacher, we're evaluating all our students' progress. And sometimes the students compare themselves to other people where we should really be comparing our progress to ourselves. If we've made progress, we should be happy with that. And it isn't perfection. We're not all perfect. So it's great to make progress because that means that we're learning and that we're moving forward. I'm going to stop there so you can listen to the interview. Today, I am speaking with Lillian, who is the podcast host for Life and Purpose, and she is from Kenya. Welcome, Lillian. Thank you so much for having me, Kimberly. No, thank you for coming on the show. Can you please explain to me about your podcast? What is it about? Um, My
1: podcast is called Life and Purpose, and um, maybe i give you a bit of background as to why I started it. Yes, please. I I started my podcast um, a year ago, but it was after years of sharing with my friends some of the learnings and uh, inspirations that I've been collecting over the years. I became a mom five years ago, and with that, I feel like I was reborn and began to really ask myself questions about what my true purpose is. So in that process, I have been doing a lot of unlearning, a lot of learning itself, a lot of growth. And so within my circles, I started sharing what those were, and uh, my friends encouraged me to kind of document my learnings. And um, yeah, that's how my purpose, uh, Life and Purpose podcast was born so basically it's a podcast where i share my journey of self discovery but also invite like minded people who are also in the same journey who also share their their bits and also motivate basically it's a positive space where we don't judge we all um agree that you know the, the, we are in a journey life is a is a journey and uh, we always strive for progress and not perfection so that's what
0: my my podcast is about. That's great. Can you explain what changed for you when you became a mom?
1: I feel like it started with, you know, just the realization that somebody has been placed into your life who you will have to guide, you will have to nurture, who for a long time will not know what is best for them. And, You know, just the idea of wanting to be the best parent to them, but also not being the parent who will impose my own beliefs and my experiences onto them, but also allow her to flourish and be the person that she was meant to be. So what changed for me was the realization that, you know, I'm not living my life just for me anymore, but now I am responsible for another human being who I should you know, be at the best position to be able to raise them the best way I know how.
0: Did your work change when you
1: had a child? Okay, so my background is in accounting and finance. So I have been working for this international organization for a very long time that deals with agriculture and the environment, but uh, working on the operations side So I have been working for them for, what, about 10 years now. I'm still working there. It's a full-time job. So podcasting for me is something that I do over the weekends or during the weekdays um, in my free time.
0: How do you find the time to do that? Full-time work, mum, and mentoring? (laughs) I would say I am...
1: A serial planner, I plan my days to the T. So I think I have kind of come up with a routine that uh, seems to work for me. And um, of course, because of the current season, I've been working from home. So my previous routine had to be altered a bit. But it it seems to work. I just get up early at six in the morning. I do my own um, individual work. I do a bit of journaling. I do gratitude journaling. I meditate for... 10 or 15 minutes, I probably read a book or do some a bit of exercise. And then I get to my podcast work, maybe just catching up with interviews or planning the schedule for the month for maybe an hour. And then I get onto my time with my daughter. I've been homeschooling her, though she's five. So the homeschooling is not very intense. So I get into time with her. We have breakfast together. We do a class for maybe an hour and a half or two hours. And then I get onto my daytime job, which runs for, say, six or seven hours a day. And then I now pause that and then do the mentoring, do the meetings, do the recording of the podcast in there. Sometimes I'll cook dinner for the family So I'd say it's just planning and sticking to the plan and um, avoiding distractions because I believe if you avoid distractions and those things that make you procrastinate, then you're able to get to do your list. You make it sound easy. (laughs) (laughs) I don't find it hard. I think because I'm so used to planning and making it work, um, I I find it easy. But what I also have to say is that I also have moments when I get up and I don't feel I'm not in the space to be able to do all of that. So I'm also not afraid to say it's my time off today. I'll take maybe time off from work and I'll just concentrate on, say, my daughter and the the household. Yeah. And also I'm very big on me time. So maybe in a weekend I'll go to a nice place I love the nature so I'll take a walk in the forest or I'll go for a drive so I also prioritize my my me time when I feel like I need to breathe so it's getting the balance
0: really it sounds great what are some distractions what should we avoid
1: (laughs) I don't know what um in your view what makes makes people procrastinate for me number 1 that i have had to deal with is actually social media you know the way even emails keep popping up every second if i want to concentrate on a task i'll actually just block it off i'll switch off my email accounts i'll turn off the notifications I'll have the do not disturb turned on on my phone and I'll concentrate on whatever task it is that I'm working on and then maybe check it up, um, check the emails and other notifications on intervals. That's a big one for me. Have you lived anywhere else? I was born and brought up in a place called Naivasha, which is um, about like an hour's drive from the capital city, Nairobi, and growing up, Naivasha was a village, but like peri-urban, I'd say. So, you know, life was a little slow. My parents were both teachers. They are now retired. So pretty uh, normal, comfortable um, growing up, you know, environment. Um yeah. And then for us, what was so big and when my parents kept instilling in us was education. And they kept saying, you know, without education, then this is the the life you're going to live. And I think that was so instilled in my sisters and I, because I have four, three sisters. Sorry, we are four girls. And therefore, we were so hardworking in school and we did very well and, uh, you know, went to university. And I remember now finishing my high school and the results were out. The the first thing that we wanted to do is move out from home, which is Naivasha, and move into Nairobi, the capital city, because we believed it was the land of, of opportunities so, yeah, we came to Nairobi and, you know, have been trying to do several things. Like, for instance, when I was pursuing my bachelor's degree, I was also doing a certified public accountant course at the same time. So I qualified for those um, at the same time as well and then got my job and then soon enrolled into my master's. So for me, it's been it's it's been good. Life has been comfortable but looking back from, you know, those days, the old good days where we, when we were growing up, I think my parents really just had work and discipline in us and that's what has, you know, I think taken us to where we are now.
0: I think we we stumbled into our careers sometimes because if you had asked me when I was 18 that I would have been a, an English grammar teacher I wouldn't have believed you. Like I would have been like, what? No way. <laughs> like my grammar mm-hmm. at 18 years of age was terrible. <laughs> and I wasn't I, I did I <laughs> I actually went to the Conservatorium of Music. Um and I, I wanted to be a, a singer and a musician. And I did that for quite a few years. And I just stumbled into um English. But it does It does make sense, sort of, because I did write a lot of poetry. So I always have been, I've always liked creative English, but I would never have thought I'd be this English grammar teacher. But I love it. It's, yeah, it's funny what we think we're going to do and what we find.
1: Ourselves doing, I know. (laughs) If only one could have a future lens to into their future and see what they'll they'll be pursuing would stop sweating about the small things, really,
0: yeah, I was lucky I got to do music for about eight years, and then, yeah, this I just fell into this and liked it
1: mm. and liked it, wow,
0: yeah, and sometimes I do do some music lessons with my students as well, mix it up a bit. <laughs>
1: yeah that must be fun
0: yeah no it's good I think I think it's so important that you find what you want to do in life and and enjoy what you do I think that would be the worst to be doing a job that you don't even enjoy
1: yeah I think that would be really terrible because we spend a lot of time uh, working like our working life is almost three-quarter of our usual life so it's very important that you you are in an opportunity that allows you to enjoy. And I truly do enjoy my job and I'm truly grateful for that and the fact that it aligns with who I am as a person and my values as well and also allows me to, for instance, not work over the weekend so I'm able to pursue other things like the podcast and my mentorship.
0: No, definitely. They're all very important things. And I think sometimes when we become mums, we can forget – that sort of stuff. And I think we still need to, yeah, make time for ourselves and enjoy what we're doing. I think enjoying ourselves actually makes the time with our kids even better too if we're happy.
1: Oh, very true. You can't pour from an empty cup. That's what I keep saying. So you have to be so fulfilled and so at peace and so happy uh, for you to be able to show up as the best parent for your kids because you'll find that if you're edgy or you're tired, stressed out, you'll find that you're even snapping at your kids when you shouldn't be doing that. You get irritated so fast. Because kids, kids also come with quite a bit of work, to be honest. Mm. So you have to take care of yourself and be the best um, in the best place for you to be able to show up for them. But I must tell you, I really, really enjoy parenting. I think it's it's amazing i really love it
0: (laughs) oh that's good well thank you so much for coming on the show and i will put life and purpose the links in uh, the show links so please go and have a listen to that and uh yeah you've got some great advice for people and how to uh just enjoy life so thank you so much Lillian, for coming on the show Thank you so much for having
1: me. It was so much fun to share with you and your listeners. Oh, definitely.
0: All right. Thank you. Bye-bye. All right. Bye. When Lillian was talking about being organized, she said that she plans everything to a T. And that is a very common phrase in English. When somebody plans everything to a T, that means that they don't leave anything undone. Everything is planned precisely. The word procrastinating was used. Now, I am very good at procrastinating when I actually don't want to do something. If it's something I really don't like doing, I will go and get distracted by other things. So what I usually do um, when I'm procrastinating is I either clean or I bake cakes. That's really funny that that's something I do. I just want to avoid doing something that I don't like doing. That doesn't happen very often, but when it does, I tend to procrastinate. This is the last term I want to cover before I go and I really like how Lillian said you can't pour from an empty cup. So I guess that's saying that if you're not happy, if you're not fulfilled, then it's going to be very difficult to give other people your joy. You can't give joy from a cup that's empty. If you have a full cup, then you can share that with people. Thanks for listening to another episode of Accented. I'm your host, Kimberly Law. Accented is released on the 15th and 30th of each month. If you'd like to find out more about me, please head to kimslawofenglish.com. I'd love to hear your thoughts, so please don't forget to leave a review of the podcast or even a star rating. Speak to you soon.